Ovechkin storming in. Alexander Ovechkin curl and drag to the back end. He scores! Simply sensational! Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Pizzas Here podcast, your home for all news and content surrounding the Washington Capitals of the NHL. Today, what many people are calling the biggest moment in sports podcasting history is going down. For the first time ever, the Pizzas Here podcast has an NHL player coming on the show. A Washington Capitals 2016 draft pick and current current Caps organization player, centerman Garrett Pilon. Garrett, how's it going, buddy? Good man, glad to be a part of history. That's for sure. Yeah, definitely. We're we're glad that you're a part of history. Thank you for coming on today. Very happy to have you here. So, we've got a a long ass list of questions for you. So we'll just fire through them and yeah. <laughs> so I'm so ready. you scored. Let's go. So you scored your first career NHL goal this season against the Anaheim Ducks on a tip following a shot from fellow rookie Martin Ferravari. What was that moment like for you? Uh, it was pretty special. You know, I think uh, as a hockey player growing up, it's uh, something that you dream of. I think, you know, ever since I was little, I always thought about scoring that first goal. And then obviously, I don't know, you get older and you kind of go through ups and downs of hockey. You don't know if you're going to be ever even, even going to make it to the NHL. And I think, uh, you know, getting on the ice there in Anaheim and having that puck go in was, it was pretty special. It's also like I, I wasn't like sure if it hit my stick at first, so I was like kind of unsure if I should sell it, but it, but it did. So no, it was really exciting. I was, uh, yeah, I don't know. It was, I don't know. It was a that's lot. awesome. It was crazy. Yeah. Like two days before, I was back in Hershey. Didn't think I was gonna call up, and all of a sudden I'm on a flight to Anaheim and playing in a game because Eller was out uh, in the morning. I wasn't even supposed to play that game, so like it was just a lot going on in a very short period of time. And uh, you know, to throw that in there is really special. What's the what's the process of getting called up like? Do you just get like a phone call and you're like, pack your bags for the night. We're we're going to Anaheim. <laughs> it can it, honestly like yeah, it can be as quick as that. It could be you get told one day you might be coming up like be on standby, so you just have your stuff ready. And in, in that scenario, I played a game, and that night I got told by our coach that they were going to call someone up to just be on standby. So then I went home and I actually went over to, we had a day off the next day. So I went over to uh, a guy's place that we were all just kind of hanging out there. And as soon as I got there, I got a phone call and I got told I had to be in Washington that night. And it was at like 10 o'clock. So I had to go back home, pack up, drive all the way to Washington, get in the hotel. And then they were flying out to Anaheim the next day. So it was, it was a lot. And it was a lot like short minute. Like I just, I came home through everything I had in the bag. I didn't even know what to pack. Like I was like, I put shorts in there. I didn't even know the weather, what, what it was like in Anaheim. And then, uh, then yeah, I was the next thing I was just on the, on the charter, which is a bit of a step up from the bus. That's for sure. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so you were drafted 87th overall by the caps back in 2016. What was that day like? And how does it feel knowing that the team believed in you then enough to draft you and obviously still does? I'm going to have to go back in the memory bank for this one. It's quite a while, honestly, now that I think about it. But, you know, back then I was, honestly, I was a 17-year-old rookie in junior, which is, I mean, I don't know. Usually, like, if you're not a 16-year-old rookie, um, usually you don't have, like, that first year under your belt. So not too many teams really know who you are. And I think coming as a 17-year-old, I didn't wasn't really on the radar for the draft or anything like that. And then I had a pretty good season, and I wasn't really expected to get like drafted that high either. I was like, thinking to go maybe in the fifth to the seventh, and then 
yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't really watching the draft when I found out I got drafted, I was heading to the gym and I was like looking for my car keys in the couch. Like I lost my car keys and I was driving my old 2011 Jetta and I was trying to find them. And all of a sudden, like they were ta- interviewing someone else and my name like popped up on the bar. It was like Garrett Pilon, Washington Capitals. And I was like, holy shit. <laughs> so it was, it was really exciting. My mom was with me there too. So that was super cool. And then, yeah, obviously things kind of took off from there. And when told everyone, got a bunch of phone calls, it's it's pretty crazy. The draft is real special, especially, you know, whenever I know of any young guys around my area that get drafted, I make sure to, you know, reach out and congratulate them because it's a super exciting time for an athlete that, you know, you work so hard for that. Yeah, while you other rookies were watching the draft, I was at the gym getting big. Yeah, let this be a lesson that don't skip leg day, even on the day you get drafted into the NHL. You get I drafted, the, the ride ain't over yet. Get back in the gym. <laughs> Just get back in the gym. The ride ain't over yet. Um, <laughs> uh, what were you so hitting? I'll, Sorry. I'll, I'll, <laughs> like my, what was I hitting in the weights? Yeah. Oh, back then I was a little, I was little back then. I was probably barely hitting a plate on my Had bench. Had to be a push day. Had to be a push day. Yeah, I was push doing best arms for sure. I, 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 I was trying to look big. Yeah, Got to get so the was... post-draft pictures looking good. <laughs> Super get, a, get a good pump for your pictures at the draft. Yeah. You hit your max that day, and then you went like double it because you knew you had to. Then I went shirt off at the beach. <laughs> Enter Sandman, just starts blasting in the headphones as you get a notification. Hey, you just got drafted. <laughs> it's time to go. M- missed call, Washington Capitals. <laughs> like, oh, sorry, oh, sorry. Oh, no, I don't coach. get drafted now. Busy. Oh, no. Too sorry, busy. coach. I was benching. I've heard <laughs> too busy hitting these hammer curls. Yeah, what were you doing? I was getting jacked. No, I, I heard. Uh, I've heard of some guys obviously have missed calls and stuff, like been on fishing trips or something, and <laughs> they got drafted. And no one could reach them. <laughs> That's hilarious. Sorry, I was muted. Um, so yeah, like you said, you got called to the Capitals this year for the first time. What was that like? Like, how was that experience like for you? Honestly, was that like different, interesting? Was like, was it just like different than playing in uh, Hershey? You played a game last year, didn't you? Or did he play uh, last, year? last year, I was up in the on the taxi squad. I started oh, the season. Oh. Played. Know your facts, Joseph. I started. Mm-hmm. I played fourteen games um, during the shortened season. I got called up and was on the taxi squad for the rest of the year, which was it was super cool. Like you were around the team. Um, basically like another player obviously you weren't playing like you were a bit kind mm-hmm. of like a scratch consistently which is different as well like you're trying to stay out of guys way and stuff but you know you're still around everyone around the coaches which is really good and all that and getting to know um everyone a little bit better because that's like i feel like the hardest things when you get called up you get put in with some pretty big names and can be a little mm-hmm. intimidating sometimes but they have washington has a good group of i think older guys that kept i think have do a good job of like implementing us especially like they make you feel at home, like Hathaway, Dow, all those guys. I hope I'm not leaving anyone out. I want to like. <laughs> no, but, noted yeah. absolute good guys, Hathaway and Dow. We love them. Yeah, that they're guy Nick Backstrom didn't say hi to me. Screw that guy. <laughs> no, they well, everyone's nice. Like no one. Tom knows. Wilson didn't send me a hello text. I don't want him on the team anymore. No, no, <laughs> no spend him. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's probably the motive a lot of people have in the league around the. Well, <laughs> I love, I love see. I'm always on his side with that stuff though, too. Like I feel like half the time he doesn't do anything and fans just want to absolutely bury him. I don't know if this, I don't know if this is a question. It might be, so I'm sorry if I take it, but is there anybody in particular, like that you had a favorite experience with when you were up with the Capitals? Whoa, whoa. Let's uh, Is that a question? We're going to no, get sorry. to all of this. Let's, let's all right, Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, never yeah, mind. Never mind. Yeah, hold your turn. Hold off for that. Hold off for that. Hold off for that. Yeah, bud. Yeah, I know it. 
I'm trying to think what else build off that question. Like, yeah, like I don't know. It's it's different than the AHL. That's for sure. I mean, the AHL is great. I think they do a good job of like helping skate ready. But you go from I think being in a normal category of life in a certain aspect to being kind of that staying at really nice hotels, getting treated over and above of I think like what you could get treated that I'm okay with. So it's it's pretty crazy. Uh, I think getting being a part of that and getting to go on those road trips and um getting that special treatment it's awesome and i think it's it can be intimidating at times but they're it's, the guys up there are great so, so it's usually super cool especially i think even my call up this year like getting to go on the la or the california road trip was super cool like it was a week of me just going to go to anaheim play my first game la um san jose and seattle which are just like four great spots so it was it was really cool especially when i was i mean i love hershey but California is a bit different. I think at the time of the year, I like, was getting called up. <laughs> yeah, California is good, but it's no Hershey. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah California Hershey. doesn't have a Hershey park, so Cal- I think that's mid. They don't have um, no roller coasters, <laughs> that's for sure. Cali's got to be a great first. I mean, imagine you get called up do. and you're going to Winnipeg. Like, uh... <laughs> <laughs> I would still take that. Oh, of course, of course. I love Winnipeg. If Winnipeg, you had to pick. Winnipeg's close to my home. It's like Ooh. I think the same weather as Winnipeg. That's true. It's so cold. I live in Texas right now. I can't even imagine. Uh, so, um, what what are uh, what are a few of your favorite you know memories throughout your hockey career thus far? Anything that, that pops out when I ask that question? Probably winning like MVP of my Pee Wee hockey tournament. <laughs> no, uh, I don't know. There's quite a bit. Like there's uh, junior. My last season in junior was really special to me. I got traded. Um, at the deadline to Everett Silvertips. And I played actually with Riley Sutter, who is in the Caps organization here in Hershey with me. And uh, we were on a line together and we went all the way to the finals and we ended up losing to Beck Malenstein, who's also here. And he always shoves that in my face, but that was a really special year. I mean, you go on a run like that all the way to the finals, like playoffs, I don't know, like those four rounds or whatever it is, four or five rounds, it, it's another season basically. And to go kind of every time you win a game, it's just so special. And I think, you have so much fun too, honestly. Like I, that was probably that was probably my most memorable hockey season I think so far. But I mean, hopefully there's lots more to come too. Absolutely legendary that you and uh, what was it, uh, Riley Suter played together. I was looking back at it. I remember he was recently drafted too. I think what isn't it, 2017? Yeah, he was drafted. I don't know if it was the year after. It was in 2018. He was a late. It was cl- it was close to. I remember it was close to your draft yeah. class because it was like you were drafted and he was drafted. I was like, damn, that's tough. I knew because <laughs> um, 2018 isn't even recent anymore. <laughs> that's why when you guys asked me when I got drafted, I was like 2016. I was like, oh my god, I'm getting old. Like I feel like I was young. not that I'm still not old, old, but like I don't know. I felt like I was a lot younger before. March yeah, 2020 like, started. We all blinked, and now it's 2022, halfway through. <laughs> no kidding. I wrapped up all my video games. We, uh, yeah, when I, when, when Riley got drafted, actually, it was pretty cool. Cause like, I was like kind of watching the draft and like knew that he was like potentially going to get drafted and I was sitting there with my family. And then we like saw that he got drafted. It was, I was pumped, which is awesome. Cause that was the year after that we played together. So you watched your friend get drafted, but not yourself. Yeah, literally. <laughs> That's funny. So you, you were about to touch on this earlier, but now we'll officially ask it. Um, what would you say are some of the biggest differences or challenges in the game at the nhl level compared to the ahl um honestly i'm all i mean i've had a kind of a short sample in a certain aspect i played three games i mean it's not a 
the example to take from. But at the same time, I think even like exhibition games and stuff. And I mean, it's it's a lot faster. Right? That's the biggest thing. And not that the players are less skilled or anything in a certain way. Obviously, there's some very skilled players in NHL. I think that just the pace of play at the NHL is always it's always up high. And I think sometimes at the AHL, the playing gets slowed down, all that sort of stuff. But I think at that like basically, I noticed was that like. I was always going and I don't know if that was maybe nerves or just my adrenaline pumping and feeling like that. But to me, the games I played, it was like, I had to go hundred percent every part of my shift when I feel like sometimes at the AHL level, I feel like sometimes, and maybe that's a mindset I should probably change too. I think there's sometimes you don't need to do that in a way, or the game just slows down a bit more, but I find that it's always back and forth a lot faster. And that's the one of the hardest things too, is you have to make plays a split second faster, which is quite hard to do. Yeah, I can imagine. And, uh, you know, obviously, hopefully more to come than three games, but that is three more NHL games than all of us combined. So that is hopefully. cool. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, you start off saying, I can imagine. I'm like, EA, yeah, he's played more games and has more goals than all of us combined right now. That we is can't how imagine. imagine. All right, check the facts. Wayman in 2021 had that nice goal against the Stars, and you guys are just forgetting about it. I can't believe it. <laughs> Yeah, my, my my stint with the Caps was pretty short, but you know, I, I had a goal. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, I'm still I'm still eight away from my dad, so I got to catch up to him. Yeah, your dad played like how many did he play? Like 14 seasons in the NHL. That's yeah, crazy. Yeah, I think 14. So you've 15. got you've got shoes to fill. Yeah, he's got a lot more fights than I did. Only eight more <laughs> goals though. He only had nine. <laughs> you've got the goals per game on him by a wide margin if you think about it that yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Go go talk some some trash to pops. Like, yeah, you know I got I got more goals per game than you, buddy. <laughs> He's like I have six hundred and some more games than you. <laughs> um, so who have been uh, some of your favorite people that you've had the chance to play alongside in the Caps organization, either in DC or in Hershey? Oh, there's a lot. You know, I'm, I would have my phone right now. Yeah. My, my contact list. I mean, honestly, <laughs> everyone here has been really great. Like that, I I don't know. I've talked to older guys too when I was younger and stuff, and like they've always said we had good groups. I don't think I've been a part of a bad hockey team here where there's been like clicks or anything like that. I don't know. Especially, obviously, I spend more time in Hershey, so I can touch on guys that have spent more time down here. Like Nathan Walker, my rookie year was a beauty and would have us over for supper and stuff. Uh, I don't even know. Mike Scarbosa is still here with us. I don't even know. There's so many guys. I'm, I don't know. Holby was always great. I remember he's with he was with my agency, so I always noticed. Uh, I always liked him too when I was younger. So coming in and meeting him was super cool. He'd be really like one of my favorite people. I think that I've interacted with, and uh, yeah, he's super like down to earth, nice. And funny story with him is like he. I was like younger. I think he knew that I was like with the same agency as him, or we have the exact same agent. But we were doing like goalie ice. And I absolutely ripped one off his head, like first shot. And I was like, oh my God. Cause that's like rule number one of like goalie ice is like, you try not to hit a goalie in the head while he's just trying to get warmed up, like work on his skill. And I was having to shoot short side and I like pulled it a little bit and he was sliding over and I just right here. And I'm like, oh my God. I just like went and apologized so quickly. Cause I, I don't know. That's like the worst thing I feel like you can do is, as a player in that sort of situation, especially as a young guy. So I was shitting my pants. <laughs> Our lacrosse team, if you, if you hit a goalie, like just like right into them uh we have to do 15 push-ups in the middle of the play so i know i know what that's like yeah there's a thing obviously not hitting Braden holpe but yeah <laughs> the there's a thing back when i played like midget which is before junior in uh back home in canada 
and it was like I think it was like in warm ups, or maybe it wasn't junior actually. Where it was like if you hit a goalie in warm ups, you usually like gave them like five bucks or something. Yeah, That's so. a good motivator. Yeah, awesome. but back like, then, so if you touch a goaltender, you're gonna pay. Literally, we got access to your wallet. <laughs> well, that happened a couple days ago. Actually, we were doing uh, a goalie skate, and the goalie Hunter Shepard, who was up here, was like, "My one rule, boys, just don't hit me in the head today." And I came down. We were doing, we were having to go like short side on him, and I did like a little backhand, and I just ripped it off his head. I'm like, "Oh no, <laughs> that's awesome." That's awesome. So obviously, like I that's said, awesome. Probably... You hit him in the head. <laughs> I just, I'm <laughs> sorry. Hey, you got on the pads. I mean, maybe. That sounds, that's, I mean, as long as he's all right, that sounds pretty cool, though. I mean, <laughs> take him off the head. Yeah, obviously. I'm a Call of Duty guy. Headshots are important. Um, anyways, uh, you've been part of the Capitals organization your entire career so far. So, what's been the best part of it so far? Like, what's your favorite like memory or just like favorite part about being part of it? Um, I don't really know. I mean, I'm trying to think, like. I don't know. They've been great. I mean, I, the thing with the Caps, too, is I, I don't have I don't know what other teams are really like, I guess, and how they handle or treat their players or interactions. But, I mean, the staff and all the players and stuff have been, like, really good. And it's, like, a high-end NHL team in my mind. Like, they have a really nice facility there at Kettler, and they have chefs, everything. Like, every time you go there, I'm always so excited for training camp, almost just for the fact that, like, after we're done our skates, we get, like, the chef that has like a meal for us and it's like healthy but it's not like good like it's like an unreal meal that you just get like made for you like i always kind of just look forward to those little things to be honest <laughs> the free lunch Don't best part about playing the biggest for the thing is the free lunch during training camp <laughs> best part about playing for the caps food no, honestly, that's like I feel that way. Like, the place I work at, it's just like best part work here, food. You know what? It's it, you kind of don't look at it that much as like a kid, but once you get to an adult, you're like, you know what? Food's kind of lit. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's nice. There's so many little things I feel like you get when you're like up with them that you just don't have, and I think that sometimes you don't even really need, but there's just like extra stuff that makes life so much easier. That's like I don't know. Those are always my favorite parts of going up there, taking the plane. I remember that was like my favorite thing when I first. Uh, my first exhibition game, I think, was in Boston or maybe Montreal, actually. And we like flew there on the charter, and I was like, "Oh my god! Like this is the NHL." <laughs> I was doing like thirteen-hour bus rides in junior. Another awesome thing, and like something, I mean, the four of us have noticed just from like people we've interviewed, you know, like Joe Beninati or Vogel or John Walton, etc. Everybody who's in the Caps organization. One thing that everyone always agrees on and is always saying is just how nice the people are and how like so so many repeatedly times we've heard like there's not a single bad guy everyone's nice everyone's someone you can talk to and it's like you know we see things that go on in other organizations like i mean the rangers people fighting each other i mean other organizations things even worse but like something that we hear so often about the caps is like every guy is such a nice guy and you know that's nice that's nice to know about our favorite team at the end of the day that they're actually good people that we're out here rooting for yeah, that's a big thing, too. And I think uh, that's one thing I notice when I talk to guys, too, is they tell me, like, when I hear about guys being like, oh, this guy's like, he's a bad guy. No one likes him, all this sort of stuff, or he's, like, entitled, all that sort of things. When guys are talking about other guys around the league, I feel like I haven't played with a guy like that or been around a guy like that, at least even in the Caps organization. Like, I don't know. Like, a lot of the, a lot of the time, too, like, those guys that you're at camp with, in a certain aspect, like, we want to compete with them 
to push for a job in a certain way. And I feel like that's a hard thing. I don't know, realistically, because I'm not in their shoes, but it, it would be a hard thing to like also not shut off when it comes to like a younger, younger guy that's kind of pushing himself up. And they don't do that. Like I find like they're really good with just like helping us out and making sure that like, you know, we're able to perform at our best as well. But also obviously they're comfortable with themselves as well. But that's the big thing too, is I think you could have players that could potentially, I don't know, like be a dick to you or something, but they're not, which is great. <laughs> I don't know if I'm allowed to say that on here. No, I mean, I mean, that's good to say a lot. You're just saying people are nice, you know, I don't think <laughs> yeah. it's a bad thing. I think you're, I think it's better than you just being like, oh, this guy sucks. Like it's better than that. <laughs> So, uh, what was your favorite hockey team when you were growing up? And uh, more, more specifically, did you have like a like a favorite player or, or someone that you maybe model your game after? Um, you guys might hate this answer. You're a Pens fan, aren't you? No, I was probably not an Isles fan. It's right? fine. I was not a Pens fan. I always consider myself more of like a players fan, which is kind of a, a cop out, but also like. I was a big fan of like Patty Kane. Like I just thought he was sick. I, I kind of wrote this the Blackhawks bandwagon for a bit there when they were winning cups because I just like liked watching them. Like when they had like Bufflin, Kane, Taze, they're all running gun, Duncan Keith, Seabrook, all those guys. Like I was a huge fan of them um, in that run that was at like 2012, 2013 era. But I was a big fan of Sidney Crosby when I was younger, like huge fan of his. <laughs> Um, I mean, he's a great player. Part of yeah. maturing is recognizing that people are good players even if you don't like them. Yeah, no, I mean, so we can admit it. I was honestly like, what was the thing with the Caps where it was like they were uh, they had like all their exits and playoffs to the Pens, and like that was the whole thing with the 2018 when they finally beat them there. But I mean, before I was with the Capitals, like I would be rooting for the Pens in that scenario. All right, <laughs> well, Garrett, it was nice having you on the show today. We're gonna have to ask you to head out now. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I mean, there wasn't any team. Like I'm from Saskatoon. There's no NHL teams around there, so a lot of people in that area would usually just like pick their favorite Canadian team for the most part. And like the close teams were Edmonton and Calgary. So like when I was younger, younger, I was a big fan of the flames, uh, like drum again, Mika Kippersoff. I honestly, those are like the only two that I can even think of that were on that team that that's I, that's a really solid on. pick. I actually kind of secretly like the flames a lot and that's a really solid. Pick. I love them. That was like my go-to team in like NHL 07, which yeah, Obi was on actually. That's really crazy. I, I love the Flames. Like you said, I used to watch them as a kid with like a Ginla and stuff because that was the time they went to the final against the uh, Lightning. That was one of my favorite series of all time. That crazy seven-game series. That was awesome. Is it a good goal or not? I think it, <laughs> I, I think personally they blame the goal a lot, but they really didn't do much to help themselves in game yeah, seven. Okay. So I think it's like when everybody on the Leafs starts complaining about the call in game six about Rain Gretzky when he hit somebody in the face. It's like if you watch what happened in game seven, they got smoked at home ice. You're just like, well, you kind of yeah. have to help yourself then. You yeah. know, you can complain about the call if you like lose the game in series then, but you didn't. You lost the game seven. So that's what I think. Fair enough. So word on the street. And uh, mentioned a little bit in your your Twitter bio is that you're a bit of a an iced coffee connoisseur. So, uh, My what's, Twitter your, bio. Uh, <laughs> what's your uh, what's your go to coffee place and what's your order? Uh, back home, it's Tim Hortons. Got to represent, uh, and it's usually just a black iced coffee from Tim Hortons in the summer. Usually my favorite. But in Arlington area, this is gonna be like a, a funny one. There's two. There's Compass Coffee, I think, right in the corner there. And I like getting like, <laughs> like the vanilla, like ice vanilla coffee. I don't know what it is. It's dynamite. 
and episode, also episode title idea iced vanilla coffee yeah <laughs> no i've been to compass coffee before because i live in the i live in the nova area so yeah. i just i go up to arlington sometimes so yeah that's a great place to go that's and there's another place there uh i think it's called phil's phil's coffee they have been there yet. No. an iced mint mojito coffee mm. i don't know they have like real mint in it Ooh. it's really good <laughs> so are you are you starbucks or duncan which one would you prefer i'm honestly I don't like Duncan's that much. Are you Tim Hortons, though, or yeah, I'm Tim I think Hortons. Just, Tim I was Hortons about to say. I'm about to say he's from Canada. Tim Hortons. He, is yeah, the, he just the... he just said that. <laughs> but I can't. I, yeah, I like Duncan. If I go to Duncan's, I'll just get like a black iced coffee. That's it. So you're not coffee. you're not gonna like me because uh, when I visited Maine this uh, this past summer and I tried Tim Hortons for the first time and uh, I was a little let down by the coffee. I mean, you know, fair enough. Honest. I don't <laughs> it might have just been because it's in Maine and not like you know yeah, legit exactly. Canada, but. But yeah, you got that Canadian water in it too. <laughs> hey, we got we, yeah, <laughs> we got Tim Hortons in Morgantown. There's Dude, one, really? Yeah, there's there's four, one like three. Whenever I yeah, come visit you here. in Morgantown, we can we can go to Tim Hortons. <laughs> Funny, I go two. there all the time. I I get I I get the ice cap. Yeah, ice cap's dynamite. They're uh, there's it's one so on the good. way to uh, uh, Binghamton when they were an AHL team. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> We used to stop there on our way there um, on the bus. It was like it was in the weirdest spot. It was like a gas station. There was like a random Tim Hortons on the way to Binghamton. <laughs> so all the Canadian guys would load up on ice cap <laughs> and stuff like that. That's funny. So I, I so either oh. just a plain black iced coffee or, or throw some vanilla or some mint in there. Gotcha. Actually, I got an espresso here too. And what I'll do is I'll like do a espresso put it in with like a blonde rose Starbucks thing and like mix I that like in. I like blonde rose. There you go. Um, uh, like <laughs> we got like vanilla simple syrup that we like, we'll put a little bit into. Which is good. There you go. I've got a Keurig in the dorm. It's pretty nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's uh, so what are some of your, of the funniest locker room memories that you can think of? <laughs> They're okay to say on here. <laughs> Uh, as long as it's not, you know, very bad, but that you you got a good bit of leeway. <laughs> favorite locker room moments. I don't know, actually. Let me think. There's some ones I'm thinking of, but I can't say them. Um, one of the funniest ones I remember, I, I for shock factor, I guess, was I think it was um, when I got called up to the bears and they were like going in there. I, I think they clinched playoffs. Like they had to like win their last game to clinch playoffs. And I was uh, like, a, I was uh black acing basically for uh, the bears and Brian Homer. I remember like brought in a bunch of beers for them, but like someone like rode on it. Like it was in like a, one of like the laundry carts and like someone like rode in with all the beer underneath them and like rode in on it and i forget who it was but it came like flying down our hallway and like into the dress room and everyone like lost their minds and it was i don't know that was pretty cool that'd be one of my fi- more favorite i guess i think actually you know what too my first nhl game it was kind of funny i it was i was laughing at the locker room setup they had like stalls in like the middle of the dressing room so it was funny when guys were like talking everyone had to like kind of move it was like a little maze in the dressing room so that was kind of funny i don't really know i don't know any dressing room moments that i could say on air no nah, it's all good man we got you don't worry <laughs> um, who can who can shotgun the best on the team McElrath automatically <laughs> actually no he got a lot you know what i don't know i'm trying to think who beat him 
in the within a little chug off. <laughs> no, I'll say Mac. Whatever. We're asking the real questions here. Today. You guys are asking <laughs> yeah. real questions. Hey, I need to know. Not me, that's for sure. As long as it gets drank, that's all that matters, right? He's honest. It's all good. (laughs) Um, All right. So, obviously, you play Hershey uh, Park next to Hershey Park, one of the most famous amusement parks in all the world. I'm assuming you've been to Hershey Park a few times, at least. I mean, you haven't. I don't know what you've been doing in Hershey. Um, But what is your favorite amusement ride from that park? I've never actually been to the park. Are you kidding me? (laughs) (laughs) You've been here since 2016 and you haven't been to Hershey Park? I've been to the park, but I haven't gone on rides. I hate rides. I'm like, like I get, oh gosh. There was like a, like a, I don't know what they call it. They call it the exhibition back home, but it's basically like a traveling, like amusement park that they do in the summer back home in Saskatchewan. And like, I think in like Western Canada, but they have like rides and stuff there and when I was younger, uh, me and my buddy were on this ride called like the spider. And it's like, it's like, there's like arms that like stretch out and it spins. And then you're like in like a bucket kind of thing, like on one of the arms and that also spins. So you're like spinning around while your bucket's spinning. And we got caught on there. Like the guy was taking off people and like forgot to take us off. And we were on there for like, for like 30 minutes. It wasn't, it was probably like 10, but we got off there and I, threw up and i just hated rides ever since i feel like every time i went on a ride i just wanted to plenty so it's a no-go for me on there i've been i have been into the park though to see like hershey lights and stuff which was pretty cool <laughs> you've never eaten damn man what the hell do you do in hershey besides go to that place like <laughs> play hockey you know maybe <laughs> go to the farmer's market they got great cheese oh that's right they got great yeah they got good farmer's market i like yeah, it great farmer's markets he's in hershey to lift farmers. weights and play hockey we, yeah, let's headline that. Garrett Pilon doesn't stop lifting weights. <laughs> you go to PA to watch hockey and go to Wawa. Wawa. Sheets. There you uh, go. I mean, I don't, both are great. <laughs> yeah, no, I haven't been in the park, though. They're, I think they're making some new rides, though. I don't know. Maybe I'll go on one this, uh, this spring. I'll put a GoPro on my head and live stream it. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, so what's your mindset like before you play a game? Do you have any rituals or anything? Um, not overly, I think. I don't really, I have like a routine, I would say, like just of maybe like little things I do. I actually, mm, I've, I usually just play sewer and stuff before games. If anything, I have more weird like handshakes and stuff, I guess, like before I go out with guys and like do some stuff in warm ups with like, it's hard right now because guys are getting called up, but I had like a, me and Joe Snively would always do like this like one-timer thing. And then we, we I would like run off the ice and stuff, but he's been up now doing great, which is awesome. But, uh, so I haven't been able to do that, but uh, yeah, probably just like handshakes and stuff have been little things, but not like any, like, I mean, you get focused for games, but I don't have like an actual routine when it comes to like thinking about scoring goals or something like that, or doing that sort of stuff. It's usually stretching, playing sewer ball, then going and get ready, watching a video and all that sort of stuff as well, though, obviously like our whole team will have like our meetings and all that beforehand. And then we'll kind of get our time to go kind of focus on ourselves and get ready. Do you have a go-to pregame meal or is it just iced coffee and adrenaline? Iced coffee and adrenaline. (laughs) That's the episode title. Bam, right there. I, uh, (laughs) I like to usually have like a definitely just a pasta and I would say mm, 
like a, just a protein and like a tomato sauce. Usually, I usually stay away from the Alfredo. That usually does not sit well with me. Um, but sometimes I'll go with like a tortellini. It's probably been like a staple of mine lately is tortellini, some red sauce and chicken. Respectable. Yeah, very. No, uh, very, no Dr. Very Pepper or anything pepper. like Ovechkin? No Dr. Pepper for me. <laughs> I can't do that. <laughs> Jake, you're up, buddy. All right. It's time for our favorite part of the episode, the Manscaped read. <clears throat> As we all know, we're sponsored by lovely company Manscaped. So exciting news across from our friends at Manscaped. They just launched their fourth generation performance package. This ultimate package includes the lawnmower 4.0. You heard that right, the 4.0. Manscaped, the leaders in male grooming, have done it again to make your grooming game next level. Join the 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with the new Performance Package 4.0. Go, go to manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping with the code PHP. Again, that's code PHP at manscaped.com. Shout out to yeah. Manscaped. Keep your uh, keep Shout your below the waist clean. Phenomenal job, Jake. Hitting the order right now. Bet. Hell yeah. <laughs> Code PHP at Manscaped.com. Keep your balls groomed and whatnot. Garrett Peon approved or Garrett Peon approves. Peon, I'm sorry. I, I, they've been hounding me all week because I I struggle with last names. Sometimes. It's almost like, like we was... have like Joe Beninati pronouncing his name when he scores goals and stuff. Listen, dude, I can't help you with that. My brain doesn't work well, so. <laughs> so this is a this is a question that I'm I'm really excited to hear your answer for because uh, just a couple weeks ago we did uh we did an episode where the four of us ran through like a, a fantasy draft, and uh, each of us tried to draft our best possible like NHL player lineup. So three forwards, obviously your center's a center in real life, and then your two wingers can be centers or wingers. It doesn't really matter. Just you know, forwards, and then two defenders, obviously their side doesn't matter, and then a goalie, and we tried to each draft our best possible starting lineup, and for the fun of it, we also tried to draft, for jokes, our worst possible starting lineup of NHL players. We're not going to say names for those again, but (laughs) Jake ended up clean sweeping. He won the, because we put the teams on into rosters on Chell and ran through simulation games to see who actually did the best, and uh, Jake somehow won both, but I'm a Chell dynasty. I I hate to say it. Jake's a dynasty, but, um, so I'm going to ask you if we lived in a world where cap space didn't exist and, you know, trading wasn't an issue. If you had to have your ideal starting lineup of current NHL players, who would you, who would you have in that lineup? I guess for best right now, because obviously we've got people who are a lot better right now that they've been in years past and stuff like that. I was going to say, you're saying current. I was like going to say Sean Avery, George Rock, and Matthew Barnaby on the <laughs> Orlando Solar Bears. Sol- Solar Bears, Jesus. Um, no, I, oh, God. I mean, I got to throw a Caps guy in there for sure. So I'm going to throw Ovi up top. So Veshkin on your left wing. So who's yeah. your center and right wing? <laughs> uh, I'm going to go McDavid Matthews. Okay. Yeah, Matthews is is on fire right now. He's this yeah. is really good. He's a heart and a Selkie candidate right now. He's on fire. Yeah. How about your okay. defense? Uh, the Bergeron belongs, or the Selk belongs to Bergeron, but go ahead. Um, deep defenseman. I'm going to say, uh, I'm going to throw Kale McCarr on there. Yes, sir. I like Kale McCarr. And then, I'm trying to think of, like, I could, I could throw, I'll go 
Victor Hedman. Okay. So goaltender, goaltender, right now, right now, there's a pretty obvious pick, but who do you have there? Um, I mean, probably Vasilevsky. It's always a respectable pick. <laughs> if Shesterkin's <laughs> listening right now, just turn your stream off. But that's always a good pick. You can't go wrong with Vasilevsky. Yeah. I was gonna say this is Craig Anderson disrespect. Um, Craig Anderson disrespect. You're, t- you're telling me you don't have Jack Johnson on your defense? You're you're out of your mind. <laughs> okay. Oh man. Uh, you've not gotten the chance to play with uh, Ovi. What's your favorite Ovechkin goal of all time? Oh, there's lots, probably honestly. Um, yeah, there's a lot of them. <laughs> there's a whole lot of them. Let me think. Can we go through all 700 and some? Um, I have a favorite Sully. I loved when he did that hot stick. That was like one of my favorite things ever. Um, people hate Great it. answer. <laughs> Great answer. Should we, should we look out for seeing you uh, break that Sully out in the game coming up? Never, never in my life. I don't have the uh, resume to do that. <laughs> if you score, if you score a game winner in the playoffs or something, or an OT winner, I want to see that. I'm gonna. Do, I'll do a Gretzky run. I'll throw my hands up in the air and trot on the ice. <laughs> that'll be legendary that'll be legendary um yeah no probably that one i mean the one where he scores by his back is absolutely, absolutely crazy too mm-hmm. actually you know what my favorite one is is uh it's the one in the neutral zone where he like a puck comes at him and he like banks it off everyone picks that goal that's back-to-back guests that have said that goal because last year JJ JJ Reagan picked that last one. That was sick. That was just like powerful Ovi, just literally just make doing himself kind of thing. I I remember when I was being on Carey Price. Yeah, I also remember like saying it like the reason people think that's more impressive is like during the one goal in Arizona, like on his back, like he does have control of the puck the entire time. That goal against Montreal, he had to take like a basically an educated like hope that he bounces it off the puck fuck off the wall and he's going to be on the other side. And it's like, that's so impressive that he was able to like calculate that and get it in afterwards. It's so cool. Yeah, no, I probably wouldn't have pulled out that move. That's for sure. Oh, come on. You could have done that this year for sure. I believe in you. Maybe back home, <laughs> maybe back home during the summer. Absolutely. You've got the PHP blessing now. You can go ahead and try it now. Yeah, go ahead, man. No one's going to stop you. A little more rain from the coaches, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> um. So like I said, you probably scored a lot of goals your whole career, but uh. Besides maybe the Anaheim Duck one, that was your first goal in the NHL. What's your favorite goal you ever scored? Mm. Oh, gosh. I don't know. Let me think. I like scoring OT goals. Those are always kind of my favorite. I had one my first year against Wilkes-Barre. That was pretty cool. Um, probably playoff goals, too, though. I would say uh, there was one that I scored in Everett, actually, to get a hat trick in playoffs, tied up with, like, three seconds left. But we ended up losing it over time, so that kind of sucked. But that that was that, – I like that goal. That was pretty crazy because it was in playoffs against Seattle, and Everett and Seattle are like 40 minutes away from each other and huge rival when we played them in the first round. And we were down – I think it was like 3-2 or something like that. And I think it was like four seconds left. I put it in and tied the game up, and the place went nuts because we had a sold-out barn, so that was pretty cool. But then we lost in overtime. That's all good. <laughs> won the series, though. So that's at, least you, at least you got a sick goal. That's all that matters. <laughs> got to pad those stats. Wayne Gretzky ain't going to catch himself. <laughs> all right. So uh, let me let me set the stage a bit. You're you're skating on uh, through center ice with the puck, one-on-one with the defenseman. 
You make a beautiful toe drag move, go right by him, got the goalie one-on-one, -on -one. get him moving left, you go right, goal. Would you rather that be in game seven overtime on the road or at home? Would you rather silence the away crowd or have the home crowd go crazy for you? Automatic, home crowd go crazy. I think that's like the most, that's what I would especially think, with yeah. a full barn, game ever, seven, yeah. like that's unbelievable. Doing that at home, the place would erupt. I mean, yeah, that that's no brainer for sure. What is that? Like, I think there's there's a lot of those in history, but like one of my favorites is probably Brett Seabrook. You, you remember that goal during the uh, Hawks like dominance? That was the yeah. game seven at home against the uh, Red Wings. Yep. And that like he just kind of takes the middle and he just like he, everybody's kind of like oh is he gonna score he just shoots to the half and goes there was like oh my god like it was the craziest goal was that, that goal was from far out wasn't it it was from decent length because no yeah. i think it caught everybody by surprise because i think even the goaltender i think it was howard at the time he didn't expect it he thought it was going to go wide or just like not get shot and it like got right by him and it just was like what was the eiserman goal against st louis back in the day that was from like half he basically that, just pounded that, that a game out. winner or is that just a goal that was a that was that was a game seven overtime that was against that one is like the coolest camera angle i i, I love that when i was younger that's Seeing probably that goal, one of the sickest shots too like the way like the, the camera had like the perfect spot where the puck was going you could just see it the whole time the goal I, I think another one that uh, people probably don't think about is um oh what is it is i mean people people forget about the sharks one from a couple years ago i just feel like that one was kind of like you can't really top what happened in that comeback but one of the best ones was also um who was it I'm trying to think. There's like another one that I'm trying to like. Oh, that sucks. I should really know this. When but the yeah, Kings I, won the cup, when they won the, that go, in over overtime, that was a that was a nice. Goal. That was game that was, five. Because like, the crowd that reaction. The, I know it was game five, but that crowd reaction was. Was, I that, mean, was that Justin Williams? Was, no, who was that? That was no, Martinez. Alec Martinez. Nah, Capitals uh, legend Martinez. Justin Williams. It was Martinez, I think. Yeah, he had. I mean, we called him Mister Game like, Seven, right? Yeah. Jake, you had a question that you wanted to ask? Yeah, I do have a question. So, with the Bears, obviously, you guys do the teddy bear toss thing. I just wanted to kind of know, like, what's it like being on the ice for that and, like, experiencing that? Because it looked it's, like a whole lot of fun. It's super cool. Yeah, it's super cool. And it's honestly, like, it's for a good cause, which is awesome, too. Like, there's no, it's not pointless, mm -hmm. which is kind of makes it even better. Um, yeah, like, it's crazy. And the fact that, we have that many teddy bears coming down. It's like I had some in junior that were good, but we would reel in like 5,000 teddy bears and here it's like 50 something. Like it's absolutely bananas. And like, yeah, I mean, you're honestly like you're on the bench and like when, when they, uh, when Axel scored this year, like we were getting smoked with teddy bears. Like I was like, thank God I have a helmet on. I was like, I'm surprised the coaches didn't like just go in and like, so they didn't get hit, but it, yeah, it's crazy. And like, they make like huge piles that you get to jump in and stuff. And, I mean, it feels like you're not even playing a hockey game for a bit, which is probably not the best thing, but also it's pretty fun to have that kind of thing and be be able to do that. I don't know. Maybe the NHL should implement the teddy bear toss once a year. Mm. They that'd should. Be, that'd be awesome. What would happen if they got shut out during that game? That's, <laughs> that happened to me once in junior, and they threw the teddy bears, I believe, at the end of the game. Okay. Everybody's just like no, no, everyone in Everyone in the depressing. arena should get free tickets to the next game, I feel like, if yeah, they get literally. shut out. We'll just do it next game. <laughs> so, so I've got I've got two questions for you. Uh, the first one is very serious and not at all a joke. Okay. How much How much money would I have to give you, or how much begging would I have to do for you to send me a stick? A stick? Yeah. Not much at all. I mean, I don't want to put it out there like it's an easy thing for me to do, but I could definitely make it happen. Please. 
Damn. I asked first, so Garrett, only I get one. Garrett, Garrett, he's he he legit. We went to a game this year, and all he was doing along the glass was like, "I need a puck, I need a puck." It was you got to do what you got to do, man. I mean, <laughs> it was the I, I, I'm, I have no shame in begging for for pucks or sticks. I'll, I'll do what I got to do. <laughs> And then, uh, years, they always ask me for like sticks and stuff when you're like leaving the ice. And like when I was a rookie, I was like, I'm not getting sticks that often. I was like, I don't want like, to give this thing up. Like, I really yeah. need it. <laughs> I'll send you my address. <laughs> so, so, uh, so the second one, so say tomorrow you get called up, you know, this should happen. But so say tomorrow you get called up, you're permanently on the caps for the rest of the year. And obviously, we're coming up on the trade deadline realistically obviously you know this can't be a mcdavid or matthews but who's who's someone around the nhl that if you had the the say in that or like the ability to do that who's someone that you'd send to the caps right now that you could play with that i could play with could be your choice for that i would say those top guys for sure i like you want me to kind of go like a little bit off the board yeah okay um hmm. we're all pushing for philip forsberg right now capitals legend we want his return I don't even know if we should be trading assets away. <laughs> I'll do my buddy, uh, Cole Lind. He's in Seattle right now. Okay. <laughs> I, you guys probably don't know, don't know who that is. He'll appreciate the shout-out, though. <laughs> Get him on the show next. Yeah, ask, ask him if he likes so, you as much as you like Cole him. Cole Lind. <laughs> yeah, he's a, I think he's up with Seattle right now, actually. You guys awesome. think uh, from Vancouver in their uh, expansion draft. That's pretty awesome. So I'll, I'll get him over here. Oh, so yeah. You guys can both I, come on. For Washington. Yeah. <laughs> I saw you ju- were just at SmackDown, WWE SmackDown. Yeah. With the with the WVU legend, Pat McAfee. Yeah, that was uh, really cool. Would you like to propose a trade for my Colts Pat McAfee jersey for a jersey? <laughs> I love that. Hey, look, I have, I do have a question about that, though. This is a serious – I'm a WWE fan. <laughs> Tell me. Did you acknowledge Roman Reigns? You're going to hate me? I don't even know who Roman Reigns is. My goodness. My goodness. My <laughs> goodness. As you should. He's the freaking universal champion. Oh, okay. The, I know who he is. He's the guy who, like, he was, he was like, he's the guy that's, like, he's he's part of, like, the, he, like, Dwayne Johnson's, like, bro, uh, blood brother family. He's part of that family. You got to, like, rub your ear or something. Like, let me know that this guy was, like, a really big deal. Because, like, yeah. now I feel like I just threw myself on I the don't box. even watch WWE, and I'm pretty sure I know who that is. I know who he's he is. The, he's the universal if you, if you put up a photo of the guy, I would know exactly who it is. I'm a big faces guy. Names, not so much. All right, um, listen, well, this is that's that theory. Official <laughs> Nike jersey. It's never seen it before. <laughs> I already have a package coming my way with a stick and a jersey. Back off. I know. This All is right. sick. I wish you didn't that, say that before I tried to offer the Roman trade. Reigns. Yeah, I know exactly who he is. He was there. Yeah, Did I acknowledge was, him? Are you not supposed to champion. acknowledge him? <laughs> He he's, he does his thing. His gimmick is like he he wants the crowd to acknowledge him as their champion, but he's like a dick to everybody. But he's like, oh one of the best. yeah, yeah, he he's one that. of the best in the entire business. So he's like, yeah. you have to acknowledge me because I'll just. Yeah. He's, the, he's the best at a staged competition. Whoopee! Oh God, I shut do. up! I yeah, I yeah, he did say that actually. In his tell hey, yeah, tell me when lacrosse fills in a thousand dollar, a thousand seats, hundred thousand seats. What does that have to do with my argument of it being staged? Doesn't matter. It still feels yeah, we're still it was stage, but like I, this is my first event ever going to. Like I, back when I was younger, I played like the games and stuff against like I don't know back in the day, just against like mm-hmm. buddies and stuff because it was fun. You could throw chairs at each other, but like being there and actually seeing it. First off, like I talked to like one of our guys who was around the rink who kind of like handles that sort of stuff. I was like, hey, there's some guys that want to go. Like, 
can we get some tickets potentially? And he was like, you guys might be able to get like filler tickets where like you like if people leave, you can like go sit down and all that stuff. And then like I went and talked to this other guy. They were like all set up. All the WWE people were like set up. And this guy named Steven, I don't know if he was like running the whole thing, but he basically like said like, yeah, we'll get you tickets. How many do you need for? Like we'll text them to you. Then he texted them to me at like six o'clock, sorry, at 7.45. And they were like section C, row one seats, like three, four, five, six. I'm like, where are we? This is like my, I wonder. So I went and checked out like the seat map and we're like front row. I'm like, oh my God. We went there and we're right behind the broadcaster, uh, broadcasting table. And it was crazy. Cause like they were like fighting right in front of us too. And like, I know it's fake, but like, I don't know. They're smacking each other still. Like they're, they're like lifting up like a 200 pound guy and tossing him across the ring. Like I couldn't do that. Pull my shoulder. Mm. I don't know. I thought it was pretty crazy. Some of the stuff they did, it was pretty cool stuff. No, they do. They do some pretty crazy stuff. I want to go to an event pretty soon just because it's like, it's like WrestleMania, which I think, you know, WrestleMania is like the biggest event of the year of like yeah. wrestling. It's like, it's so fucking cool. It's yeah, so cool. And honestly. And the crowd there was nuts. Like it was sold out. Oh like, yeah. It was, it was crazy. That was like one of the wildest crowds I've seen. Like, cool to be a part of so i mean i honestly would chalk it up as one of like my more favorite like events that i've been to yeah you like if you go to like one of like the most intense cities for wrestling like you go to chicago for wrestling like people go absolutely like there was a guy behind me that like would not stop like yelling like he was just going loved it and i was like this is great because i wouldn't want to be there and like be awkward if you like got hype i was already just sitting there like i don't know what's going on yeah pat mcafee was awesome also like i i mean i Went to WVU, so I, I go there now. So I'm yeah. West Virginia University. So he's a legend here, and I had to get that jersey. So yeah, I, when I, I saw the the Bears posted that, I was like, oh, EA sent it to me. So I was like, oh, I need to put. I knew that. you. I, I knew you, you liked on. that guy, and I was like, oh, what are the odds? McAfee's a legend. About like when he when they first like came up, they whatever they just like came into their thing, and like we were sitting right behind him, and he like turned around, was like made a joke about like if. If I'm in your way, like just smack me or something, and we were like start laughing. I don't know. Like, he, he seemed like he was like pretty personable right off the get go. It wasn't like there was any sort of like I don't know, yeah, fameness to him. You know what I mean? And then once we like, yeah, he's awesome. Kind of like chatted with him. It was kind of like awkward because I didn't want to be like a bother also because he didn't know who we were for the most right. part. Like when we were just sitting there, so I was like, hey, like we're the Bears. We want to give this jersey all the stuff, and he was great. He was like, I'm a Pens fan, <laughs> but I'll take it. Yeah, he is Ben Spikes of Pittsburgh, yeah. so Yeah. <laughs> so since we're since we're pretty good on time right now, I'll uh I'll go back to the, the Twitter post and see if there's any other questions we can ask. But um so one of those is uh if hockey didn't exist, what would you what would you be doing right now? What would your career be? If hockey didn't exist, I'm guessing I probably would have went to school did some I don't know. I mean let's like let's think. I'd probably be playing some other sport. Maybe lacrosse, actually. Be playing for play, the Saskatoon I, Rocks. I play college Saskatoon lacrosse. <laughs> you can have sick. my roster spot. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, someone wants to know. I'm guessing you probably don't know the answer for this, but uh, what does Axel Janssen Fialbi use for his hair? <laughs> Horse conditioner. <laughs> <laughs> is that is that I, a real? I uh, please tell me that's not a real answer. <laughs> no, I don't know. I mean. <laughs> I was like, yo, wait. I have a question for you, if you don't mind. Yeah. Um, you get to play with guys who are, who are, uh, are going to be NHL players. You're going to be an NHL player. Do you have anybody on the Bears right now, other than yourself, that you look at them and you're like, cheese, like that dude is going to tear it up at the next level. I, I can tell now. 
Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, there's a lot of us that I think you kind of see those moments in for sure. I mean, like Joe Snively was a guy that I saw like that he was going to do really well for sure. I mean, there's a lot of them. I mean, personally, a guy I always like see that I like watching is like Bobby Nardella, the D-man. Like he's just super skilled. I mean, hopefully he'll be back here soon too. But he's a guy that I would see being like, damn, this guy can like definitely play at a super high level and make super good plays. So do you do you know about uh, any of the running jokes on Caps Twitter? Like, uh, oh god! Oh, so every no. time every time our boy Nick Dowd scores, oh, no. uh, I don't know um, this. <laughs> so there's a uh, so our friend Noah, another oh, uh, Caps Twitter persona. Um, we we actually talked about it in our first ever episode of this podcast last year. But um, now anytime so Noah had posted this one time when Nick Dowd scored, and now. Any given Caps game, if Nick Dowd scores a goal, you scroll through your feed. Every single person is saying the exact same thing. And uh, that line goes, Nick Dowd, more like I need some dick nowed. Oh <laughs> and uh, apparently, apparently... Twitter never fails, eh? Never fails. Apparently, Paige Dowd, Nick's wife, knows of the joke and has supposedly told Nick about it. So that's always funny to know. Oh, that'd be hilarious. <laughs> you should try to get her to tweet that. <laughs> I think she ought to. Oh my god, that would be point. hilarious. <laughs> she, that would be awesome. I don't. Th- I don't know if she would do that, but I know. Yeah, she'd probably be not. Really but that one. would be hilarious. I don't know if, oh my god, that would that fit is... maybe her target audience in a certain aspect. <laughs> <laughs> that's I just. That's, yeah. There. There's. Don't look at Cap's Twitter tweets whenever bad <laughs> things are happening. Trust me, it's not worth it. Sometimes. Um, we so, literally our whole first episode was built around one person and all their tweets they made that have been like borderline like that one. <laughs> so so something I'm curious about. So obviously, you know, being you know, a hockey player of the level that you are, obviously, you know, any any player you ask them, even if they're the best of the best, they're they're gonna tell you that they're not a perfect player and they've ha- they have things that they want to work on and improve at. So I guess you self reflecting on your own game, what's what's an aspect of it or something that you are actively trying to improve or, you know, make better? Um, I think for me, like, when it comes to, like, an actual skill, I would say skating. I mean, I think my skating's fine, but I would like to be more, like, better at it, to be honest. I think it's more efficient, I would say. Um, yeah, like, when I'm getting bag skated, probably not to tire out as fast. And, like, there's some guys that will get bag skated or you just watch and you're doing a drill with them and it's, like, so effortless. And I feel like I would like to strive for that, like just working on the actual technique of it. Cause I'm definitely like have to push through <laughs> to get that stuff done sometimes. Makes sense. That's true. That's true. So who, who in the, I guess on the bears, cause you've been around them more and have seen it more who on the bears has the best, uh, like clothing style, clothing style. And who's got the worst. If you, if you know that, <laughs> I'm pretty bad sometimes. I have, I think I have fine style, but I think sometimes at the rank I just get a little lazy. Um, best style? I'm trying to think. Some guys are super tight. Like Alexiev, he he. I feel like dresses like very like new school. I don't know. I don't know what the term is. Like he's always mm-hmm. like with the trends. You know what I mean? Gotcha. Like, so I would say him potentially. Some of the older guys dress super nice though too have a little bit more uh, money in the bank maybe for some nicer articles of clothing <laughs> um yeah so I, i'll go alexiev actually okay or actually no i'm gonna go axel sorry al i feel like axel, both of them. i was this is nice axel was... and his girlfriend elsa are always like dressed like 
together and like super like nice. I don't know. I would imagine they both. He's always showing up with like cool style, and he's got his long hair. There's not much he doesn't have going for him. (laughs) (laughs) What's the uh, What's the secret to having a nice, well kept beard? Um, I don't know. I've just started growing it this past year. I've just been watching YouTube videos every now and then how to clean it up. Uh, Hockey players, they're just like us. (laughs) Yeah, literally, honestly. I'm watching YouTube videos on how to trim the neckline. (laughs) (laughs) You gotta, you gotta push, not that I would know, but you gotta like push the face down and then wherever the, the like, everyone I've watched has has a different technique and tells me something different. That or the two fingers above the Adam's apple. That's what I I just need to walk into a barber shop and be like, hey. Give me like five tips. That's hey, give it. me a nice cleanup. <laughs> yeah. Literally. So, so what would you uh, what would you say is your favorite Capitals jersey variation of all time? Capitals. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like the Eagle actually quite a bit. I like those uh, the retro. Yeah, those ones actually. Yeah, I actually like the red ones. I think better. But I do. Yeah, the color they, scheme is really cool. I yeah. do wish they brought back the uh, the blue ones too. Actually, I like all three of those jerseys. I appreciate um, it. I like the new navy blue W ones that they have. I have, oh, that, one yeah, clo- I have that one in the closet too if you want me to bring I actually got to take one of those with me um, when I was on the taxi squad. They like uh, let every guy like take one home at the end of the season. I got one because I was still up there. And so That's that was cool. cool. Bro, can I have one? <laughs> he said he has fine. one. He just said That's he has fine. one. <laughs> my sleep shirt. Um, my sleep shirt. <laughs> I'm a huge well, Jersey um, guy. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Aren't we all? So what's one of the best chirps you've heard either towards you or just in general? That's a good question. <laughs> one of the funniest ones I heard, because I don't know what it was, because it was a super intense game. Uh, I can say names because it wasn't that bad. But uh, this is the uh, Lexi Heponiemi. He's on Florida's farm team. Mm-hmm. Or no, he's on Charlotte now. Because they're share, they share. They share uh, they, they're sharing right now. Seattle. So, I mean, I play against him in Swift Current. He's a super good hockey player. But it was funny because he's, a, I would say, a more slight-looking hockey player. Like, kind of looks pretty skinny in a certain aspect. And we were all on the bench. And um, it was, like, a neutral zone face-off right by our bench. And it was, like, I don't know. Everyone was super, like, into the game and stuff. And Cody Clark was on the bench and was, like, I don't know. It just caught everyone off guard because no one was ready for a chirp. And everyone, I feel like, was thinking of a chirp to tell this guy because he's, like, the winger right by your bench. Like, you kind of want to give him something. And I remember Clarky just, like, popped up and was just like, 820, mixing a meal. <laughs> and the whole bench just, like, erupted in laughter. And, like, our coach, who was, like, usually stone cold, was, like, literally had, like, like this and started laughing. I don't know. That was one of the more PG ones I found, like, funny. That was just, like, perfectly timed, perfectly executed. Like, got everyone kind of out of that, like, Game mindset for a quick hey, second. Hey, but a sandwich wouldn't hurt. Yeah, hey, buddy, mix yeah. it. Hey, mixing a meal. You uh, do you have a favorite one that you've said? Oh God, I mean, mine are pretty. I don't chirp that great, to be honest. Okay. Who I do you think is the to... Who do you think's the best chirper on the Bears right now? I mean, uh, Drake Ramshaw. He's with us right now. He's pretty good. Clark. He's good. Mm. I feel like all the guys that I, I just kind of would be known for like talking a lot in a certain way. Are pretty good with the chirping. I would say Clarky. He's funny. I like his humor too. Uh, we have a couple of tough guys who are like have pretty good chirps too. Like Dylan Mackerel on the back end. He's not doesn't necessarily say like funny chirps, but he'll like get like whole bench to like go quiet because like no one wants to fight him or anything. So he's like the intimidating chirper. I would say. <laughs> who would you? Who Is would there... you least like? If you like, who's the person that you would like? No one could pay you any set amount like to fight. 
like in the NHL? Who's who's that one guy? Like hell no, I'm not even looking in that. Live game. streaming has, has stopped. stopped. Man, uh, why, why does it keep doing this? Why can't we just be happy? I would say Ryan Reeves for sure. That's a good pick. Yeah, no, that's the wrong answer. You should have said Tom. No, Wilson. Tom Wilson. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm not going against either of those guys. That's for sure. There's a there's probably a big uh, group of guys that wouldn't go. That's over six five yeah. or whatever the hell. <laughs> Is there was there ever a chirp directed at you that hit you like deep down? That hit me deep down. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Guys say some gutty stuff on the ice. That's for sure. No, I haven't had too many bad ones, which has been nice. I usually, <laughs> I don't know. Usually, if you're sticking around the benches, there you usually get some stuff thrown at you. But I haven't gotten anything too bad. That's true. They know not to chirp. You were you were lifted on your draft day. You were. They know not to. Actually, I remember someone. <laughs> I remember like, live, live streaming, streaming is on. Is on. I remember when I was 19, actually in junior, I got chirped and like I was signed at the time and I just got traded to Everett and like was doing well with the team. I remember like some guy on, I think it was on Tri Cities, was like, Who even are you? Who are you? And I was like, I'm, I'm okay. Like, <laughs> doing well. Like, like hey, mean? what did I do, man? What is Garrett? What the <laughs> hell, man? Who am I? Like, I don't know. I think I'm like pretty prevalent in a certain aspect. <laughs> my, like, e- my 19 year old ego got kicked right there. <laughs> I feel like what we're missing a lot from the NHL game is just people like whenever there's just scrums, you just have like the one NHL player that just goes over and just tries to start hugging people and just be like, hold on guys, we gotta hug it out. That's what I was taught. <laughs> Sheriffs. Be like the be like what um oh what's his name? Daniel Bryan when he was in WWE, all he would do would be like, We gotta hug it out, we gotta hug it out. Everybody just start doing that with people. It'd be so awesome. If he just said that he went to his first WWE event a week ago, do you think he's going to know what you're referring to or who you're Daniel Bryan to? is one of the best WWE wrestlers of all time. All right? I know exactly who he is. Great. Yeah! <laughs> That's right! I would bet obscene amounts of money on that not being true. I just know, like, the memes and stuff, like the John Cena stuff. I don't know. Randy Orton. That's all you need to know, man. It's all these memes. RKO to nowhere. Do you guys have any more questions before we wrap up? That. You said you. Hey, you said you played Call of Duty, right? Uh, yeah. Well, I did all right. What's, what's your favorite Call of Duty of all time? Oh, I like Black Ops probably. I mean, Modern Warfare. three is my go-to. Awesome. He's an NHL player. He's absolutely going to make the roster next year, no doubt in my mind. <laughs> you need answer. Yeah. No, Bo like two or Bo three? Which one are you going with? What was that? Sorry. Black Ops two Black or Ops three? Two. Which one are you going with? Two. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You nah, can't. You can't yeah, go nice. wrong with that. It got a little bit yeah. too like robotic, like. Overwatch. Mm-hmm. Bo3 was definitely the one I played the most, but Bo2 is probably Same. the most like iconic. I played, I played the most of Black Ops 2 because like we, we once the games got to the future, we just stopped giving a shit. So we went back to Black Ops 2. See, that's when Ops... I got good. Like I wasn't that good until Bo3. Like when when we started that's jumping is... around, that's when I got good and got to master. That's speed. what so I'm saying. It's like <laughs> second I got good at these games, they started sucking, and I was like, what the fuck, man? Like, this like is... me. The most time I had the game was around that era, and they came up with like Infinite Warfare, and I was like, okay. Infinite I Warfare actually, is really slept on, if I'm going to be honest. I think no, it was slept on, on is Advanced more, Warfare. Advanced Warfare kind of slept. Advanced Warfare, yeah. Advanced Warfare wasn't Warfare. bad either. Yeah. Advanced Warfare. Yeah. No, Infinite Warfare sucked. Sorry. Yeah, Advanced Warfare. Infinite Warfare is awful. Infinite Warfare blew. Advanced Warfare was good. I liked Advanced Warfare. I'm just sitting here, online chess gamer, you know, just chilling. <laughs> we're, 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 just, we're just sitting we over here, collegiate Rocket League that, player. Uh, that's on the bus, actually. What's the highest rated player, like, online on your on your team? Oh, you know? I don't know right now. I uh, you got to figure that out for me. I, we, I got you on Instagram. I got to find out. Because I have, uh, I have a 
guy behind me sometimes, and then Johansson also plays. And it's funny, too, like, you'll hear them, and they'll be like, like, God damn it. And then someone will be like, you didn't mean to do that, did you? Or something, like, put himself in a bad spot. But it's funny how there's, like, four guys on the bus just, like, playing chess in the back against each other. <laughs> That's funny. Do you have anybody you run with on uh, – you, uh, you, you play Warzone? Uh, Warzone and we play Vanguard. We're playing Lost. You're gonna who ask you, him to who play you run, Who do you run with? You, with? Who's, you? your, who's your team? Who, if you had to pick your team of four other uh, bears to run with, or Capitals, obviously, who would you four? run with right now? Oh, Isn't I mean, Warzone four people together? Um, so I guess. Four, I guess. What do you pick? Three six people in a group. Uh, we usually go. I mean, I like Lucas Johansson's really good. Brian Pinnos good. Cody Clark is really good. It's Riley Sutter. Trying to think about Beck Malenstein I play with. Uh, I can't leave anyone out. Who <laughs> on the team is Who on the team is Asset Cod? That's what I want to know. <laughs> who oh, I sucks? Know. No one's that <laughs> saying saying you play Search and Destroy makes me happy because I can't play Warzone for shit. And yeah, I, I, I've I never I've never been a huge Warzone guy, but Search is always. I think always going back and forth between the two is quite hard too because it goes from like killing a guy real quick to like taking forever and it just pisses me off yeah <laughs> i imagine warzone it's like it's i've gotten so used to it when i go play regular cod it's like holy crap everybody dies so fast <laughs> yeah so much more fast paced we uh we had a lot of guys that like to use the combat shotgun i don't know if you guys are against that oh, or yeah. not but <laughs> we had one guy Clark, he would always use it and you just see the numbers just go from like six to two and you would just be charging down the map yeah i got you I'm more of a I'm more of a SMG kind of guy, honestly. I just run at people, full speed ahead. We'll start a COD <laughs> ranking system. Just start a just start a COD ranking system in the Bears system, and the top guy gets to go up to the majors at the end of the season. Oh, God. <laughs> Probably so would have hockey. What is that? If they had a COD ranking system, <laughs> whoever was the best got to go up. You play NHL? Uh, I used to, not so much anymore. I used to back in the day. I actually used to really like playing it. Gotcha. What system are you on? Uh, PS5. Shit, Ooh, you can have me nice. on PlayStation after this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Garrett, did you have any uh, did you have any questions for us before we wrap up? Obviously, you know we're the ones interviewing you more so. But are there any questions that you had for us? Um, sure. I mean, uh, are you playing lacrosse somewhere right now? Yeah, I uh, I play lacrosse at uh, Frostburg State. It's a D two cool. school up in Western Maryland. Western Maryland, nice. I have a buddy that's playing in Missouri right now in St. Louis somewhere. Okay. I don't know. He was in North Carolina also for a bit. That's what's up. Years. Yeah, I have a lot of respect for lacrosse. It's a freaking hard sport. Yeah, if you ever if you ever want to play sometime, I can I can help you out. Do you play uh, field or is it just field yeah. and call? Yeah. 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 Yeah, there's box across up in. Uh, yeah, you probably see a lot of that up in Canada. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, like, honestly, it's a lot. Canadian lacrosse is is definitely something awesome. You know, it's it's like obviously box is a lot different compared to field. You know, it's tight quarters and like yeah. in the Canadian game, that's what they play more. So it's like, you know, you see a Canadian player, they're usually typically only using the one dominant hand, and then their you know their stick skills and like their hands are so good. That's like a staple of Canadians and like. Yeah. Like, there's a term in box lacrosse or, like, lacrosse in Canada. It's, like, Canadian open. So, it's, like, typically someone else, like, if someone's on your back or, like, you're you're guarded pretty closely, it's, like, you wouldn't be open. But, like, oh, you're Canadian open. Like, you're still open oh, yeah, enough to, to get it because their hands are so good. But, I find yeah, it crazy if you ever, you ever want to run it sometime, just let me know. <laughs> I find it crazy how much you guys can, like, cross-check and stuff. Oh, yeah, we get we yeah, get the okay, shit like, beat out. I'm watching, like, damn, these guys, like, arms must be just beat up. 
Yeah, I play uh, I play offensive midfield. So so during the season, like we are right now, I actually rushed home from practice for this. But yeah, during nice. during the season, my arms are are purple just about. So yeah. it's definitely definitely something. Do you guys have anything else, or are we good? No, I'm all good. What's your ranking system on chess? What are you ranked on chess? Uh, I'm like on chess.com. I'm like 1600 in blitz and rapid, and on elite chess, I'm about the same. Is that really good? Not. I mean, He's I could incredible. beat anyone who doesn't play regularly pretty easily. Yeah. I would put it that way. We would but, uh, during the taxi squad, like they had like the bubble set up when you go to places in hotels, and they always had a chessboard there. And me, Scarbosa, and who else was up there with us? Someone else was up there with us, and we would always play. And I would always, they would kick the crap out of me. <laughs> I was like, I good set up a match. Like, I'm ready. <laughs> I was good for like a year when I played a lot, and I had like two move sets that I would get people on, and that was it. And now I'm just like, awful. do you know what what they were called? Like, no, <laughs> no idea. I completely forgot how to play. I do like chess though. It's a fun game. I just don't have anyone to really play it with. I guess I do. I'm just kind of nervous now because I feel like they're <laughs> gonna kick the crap out of me. So you can come to me for, for getting good at lacrosse. You can come to Will if you want to pick up chess. Jake can help you with your fashion sense for, for pregame. And then Joey can... Does anyone know how to rest. fight? Joey can... No, I, mean, I don't. I want to know how to I mean, fight. I, I, I lift a good amount. I don't want to fight. <laughs> I, I, I lift a good amount. I'll definitely you know, bench the rest me. of the guys in here. I don't know about you, though. But... <laughs> I don't fight. Hey, man, I'm... Listen, listen. I'm... I am 5'7", 145, and I can max at 200. That's not bad. <laughs> That's good. You, 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 you probably got the upper hand on me being a professional hockey player, but the rest of the boys in this call all smoke up. But <laughs> bench press? I, mean, I, I, be more than me, I don't think sure. we're super. What's your What's your match be- max bench looking like? <laughs> I don't do like a one max set, but I think I did like, I don't know, like 225, like four or five times. Do I, I bench can. more than an NHL player? <laughs> How, how's gonna, your skating? I'm gonna I'm gonna call my dad after this. Like, yeah, you know I you know I bench more than a professional hockey player. <laughs> There's a saying though in hockey, you can't bench press the puck in the net. That's a Damn, fair point. That's a fair body. point. It doesn't matter if you're scoring. Dude, I can understand that. It's so I'm kidding. I don't. <laughs> bench bench don't mean shit. You're a professional hockey player, and I'm I'm in college, so yeah. I can't. Garrett, I'll that. help you with your sh- I'll help you with your shoe game. I actually, hey, nice. What shoes you got for me? Give him Ooh, your cow shoes. You? Give him your cow shoes. <laughs> My cow shoes? Mm. What size are you, first off? Ten. Ten and a half. Oh, bro, I'm ten. I got I'm a ten. I can send most... you a pair because I don't want these ones that I have. The most oh, I have these shoes that I don't want. Some shoes for a jersey. We're just going to exchange clothing. With Some shoes for a stick. <laughs> I'm just getting trades. Look, I don't. I, I don't have I much these... to offer you except for a friendship. But I got these <laughs> sunglasses. They're pretty cool. Uh, I got a water bottle. Um, if you want any Texas they gear, may they may not be black and yellow. What was that? Sorry, they are Some, black and yellow. Te- oh, sorry. Nikes. Those are kind of nice. They come with the yellow outward. laces. I, I I know they're penguins yeah, colors. The well, then oh. you can mismatch one shoe with yellow and one with black. I can't. I can't. Yeah. I can't. I might see your game's not that good. I would do those. Dude, I'll help you. Dude, I'll help you. With, you got to thrift all your. Each like, each one of the four of us is gonna text nice. you after this and ask you for some shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not. I, I I don't want these anymore. You could take them if you want them. 
Alright, well, I think I think that covers everything for us. So, yeah. Garrett, thank you again so much for coming on today. Yeah, we absolute pleasure on. having you on the show. You're welcome anytime that you're free. Just let me know. But thank you again so much, and everyone listening, thank you. And uh, as always, go use code PHP at manscaped.com. Uh, the cleanliness of your, your groin area is important. So that's all I'll say today. And, uh, oh, no. Well, one last question. Um, you got, <laughs> so, so Garrett, if someone, some little kids watching the show right now, they have dreams of making it to the NHL and being a big name star one day. What's your, what's your piece of advice to them? Jesus. I don't have to lay down like some. <laughs> Here's the five-step uh, process. <laughs> uh, honestly, if it was a kid, I would say just make sure you're having fun playing the game. Just make sure. You're Hell yeah, up. have fun. Wonderfully wholesome. I like that. That's all you need to do. Wonderfully like wholesome. All right. Well, Work thank you again so much. <laughs> we'll see you all next time. Have a good night. <laughs>